The madness, <laughs> the madness is palpable at W at Warner Brothers. Hi there. Mm-hmm. So, man, first of all, how you been doing? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I've been doing um, uh, pretty good over here. Um, you know, we just had um, uh, like our New Year's winter break thing, so. Oh. Um, you know, off from work for about like uh, almost a week, I think like six days or something. And, um, and then we had a three day weekend. Um, okay. This weekend. So that's why I'm off today. Oh, nice. All right. Cool. Cool. Dope. I wish we had a three day weekend. We went right back to work the day after New Year's. They were not playing around. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we, we, yeah. No, we actually had, you know, like, Sometime after after New Year's, like a couple of days before, I had to go back to work. Oh, okay. <sighs> Sounds like fun. Mm. But but anyway, I know this is something we meant to do during the holidays, but you know we just kept missing each other. But you know the, the year is still new, so mm. yeah, there's, yeah. That yeah. that and and you know the situation is still like very actively like in development you know yeah and 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 this is going to be a thing for um that's going to be happening for like a good while especially until um you know whenever we get like the first actual project made from from you know this these recent events yeah it's it's funny because i was debating on whether because, you know, I know we have talked about this before and we were trying to do it, you know, like a little bit sooner. But then I started thinking, like, I mean, I don't know if we should wait until more news drops. But it seems like as days and weeks go on, something new is always dropping anyway. So yeah. I just figured, you know, you might as well just go ahead and just try to just try to make sense out of all of this, because really... As far as it stands, Warner Brothers still doesn't really know what's going on. I mean, the only people who seem to have an idea of what's going on or what they're doing is James Gunn and Peter Safran. So yeah, yeah. So so it's so, just interesting. Yeah. So you know, I guess to um, you know, I doubt like we need to fill in the story for anyone that's you know interested in listening to this, but for you know, uh, for shits and giggles of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so there's been, you know, recently, like sometime within the year, um, you know, there's been huge management change over at Warner Brothers, and um, so basically, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in WB like it, itself, um, but mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk like too much about that. Um, you know, we're gonna stick to, um, you know, what's going on with the the dc universe and Mm -hmm. uh you know we've had the the dc 
extended universe going on the last few years that started with um, Zack Snyder's uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we've had, you know, a bunch of movies in between that time. Um, but, you know, let's be completely honest, like, you know, WB was like, you know, was just a complete mess throughout that, you know, entire process. So it yeah. led to a lot of mixed results um, mm-hmm. as far as far as um, that goes. And um, so anyways, yeah, now we have new management over at Warner Brothers. Um, we have James Gunn now who's going to be, you know, basically like, like the, you know, the Kevin Feige of, of DC, um, you know, setting a new course for like you know a, a new universe basically and um you know everything from the dc before is gonna be dead um for yeah. the most part if not entirely yeah i mean so yeah pretty that's pretty much the the beginning and almost the end of it you know james gunn who, as you said, is pretty much going to be the Kevin Feige for the quote-unquote DC Studios. Um, Peter Safran, who's who's going to be um, who's like the co-chairman and CEO, he's going to, I guess, handle all the, uh, I guess, the business stuff of it all. So, I guess that makes the most sense. And yeah, I mean, the DC Extended Universe, as we're calling, which is which I always thought was a stupid name the DC Extended Universe, that was so dumb, um, is essentially kaput. Now, granted, we still have a couple of movies slated to come out that are still slightly a part of that universe. You know, we got Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. We got uh, The Flash movie, of course, which is the one I think most people are actively looking at right now. Plus, we have um, a Blue Beetle movie, which I think, which I hope is going to do really awesome. I can't wait for the Blue Beetle movie, actually. And, right. um, yeah, <clears throat> and um, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which is the Shazam sequel yeah. starring Zachary Levi. Um, I know after the release of Black Adam, which again, let me go on record to say I didn't hate the movie. I, I, I didn't hate the movie. It, it was To me, it was a throwback to 90s superhero movies. Like, I, I think I said him. I think I said in my review, like if Black Adam, no, I didn't say this in my review, but I'm gonna say it here. If Black Adam had come out maybe around the time when like Superman Returns came out, and like I think either Batman Begins or either The Dark Knight came out, it might have fared better. Cause right, yeah. Because like what Dwayne Johnson was signed on early. He's been wanting to play Black Adam for like the past 14 years. Uh, Superman Returns and the Dark Knight trilogy is within that time frame, so I think it would have yeah. did well. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, if Black Adam had come out at the time when you know The Rock first like expressed interest in playing this this character, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I think it would have fared a lot better. Um, you know, especially during that time, I think. Yeah. You know. Um, the the expectation of quality of superhero movies weren't you know like all that high not that we we didn't have you know like high quality superhero movies back then we definitely did but Mm -hmm. you know overall expectations like weren't really that high now like 
now they like they're fucking are like they're extremely high like every like superhero movie or comic book movie like better be like the greatest thing ever exactly and a lot of that can be the fault of us the viewers because we just demand better every time something new comes out you know the marvel cinematic universe has done a great deal as far as like really putting a lot of thought and emphasis behind superhero movies let's let's just be real about it they have you know they've i mean there's some of them there that may not be up to everybody's standards but for the most part you can't deny that majority of the movies especially like the captain america trilogy um the first iron man you know majority of the avengers movies they've all set like a standard as to what superhero movies going forward are supposed to be like and as you mentioned before and as you mentioned before you know the early stages of the dc extended universe which is pretty much the snyderverse you know it you know and and let me just go on record to say this to you guys listening i don't hate Zack snyder i i actually think Zack snyder was trying to make a bold move with the first three movies now listen man of steel is still one of my favorite dceu movies i i really enjoy man of steel actually i was surprised at how much i was going to like it when i saw it you know batman versus superman yeah maybe not the next direction i would have gone <laughs> like and i know a lot of people say that you know that's probably not the next step i would have taken i probably would have waited to have batman and superman meet let alone fight but you know the ultimate edition i is definitely 10 times better than the theatrical release that we got you know as it stands right now wonder woman is still like the most best received dceu movie that we have aside from aquaman and shazam both movies which was which i didn't expect to enjoy so much but i really did so it's um you know when you when you're in a mad dash to try to compete with your compete compete with your opposite which is marvel you know you're going to make some steps and again and I'm I'm not I'm not, I'm not the only one that's been saying this but I'm going to say it here anyway we can't keep saying that this is DC's fault it's not DC is owned by Warner Brothers if you want to blame anyone blame Warner Brothers it's them because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, because you know, DC gets to be is allowed to be on point with like everything else. Yeah. Right. Like they 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 touch everything else. Um, you know, TV, like you know, shit that they've done with the Arrowverse. Yeah. Um, you know, has been like you know mostly excellent. Um, you know, their animated series, animated movies video games like everything they touch is usually mostly excellent but the Mm -hmm. one area that they are not allowed to touch is the movies right like and and they they've been great in like everything else and you would think like the one thing that they should be allowed to 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 have um influence over is the movies and they're not and instead Mm -hmm. like you know we just have um you know a bunch of people who just see these movies as potential dollar signs exactly and and that's exactly what warner brothers did you know 
I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, and I've said this in other streams also, like, the whole point of show business is exactly that. It's a business. They're there to make money, okay? You know, yes, you have a lot of filmmakers that are there for the artistic nature of it all, but you're in the business of show business to make money. It is what it is, okay? It just so happened that Marvel went in there, they went in there differently. They, they, went, they went in there wanting to make good movies first and then on the back end make a lot of money and and it's worked out so far um warner brothers unfortunately and if we're going to be honest they've always been like a company that's all about making money that mm -hmm. is, is one of the biggest production companies in the world so um and everything especially everything going on right now with you know the merger between warner brothers and discovery and things going on with hbo max right now is is a mm -hmm. it's a clear clear look as to what's going on with them as far as like their business practices is concerned so it's um yeah I, mean, I, I do find it funny that like when when we got when um you know when we first heard about this merger happening and there's gonna be like this change in management we're like oh it can't really be worse than before right, right? and it's like oh mm. shit it can right and it's like, I, mean, I remember they were, and they were. I know, I remember them making a mad dash to figure out who can be the CEO of basically DC Studios. I remember at one point it was supposed to be, uh, I guess Zack Snyder, or at least everyone dubbed him the most logical choice to be the leader of the DC um, EU. Oh. Um, you also got people like Walter Hamada, who, from what I understand, didn't really even have the chance to be the CEO. Um, I know point at one point Jeff Johns, who works for DC Comics, was supposed to be the head of the DC um, Cinematic Universe, but that hmm. apparently didn't go, or maybe he was only doing it for a little bit, you know. So, so when they named James Gunn and Peter Safran, you know, the co-chairman of it, I know majority of it was met with positivity. You know, I had said, you know what, that sounds about right, you know, because what he did with the Guardians of the Galaxy as well as the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, which I didn't think I was going to like, but Peacemaker ended up being one of the one of my favorite shows that I really didn't think nice. I was going to get into. <laughs> so it's a lot, and I can't wait for season two. I can't wait for season right. two of Peacemaker. Uh -huh. So it's um, it was it was a it was a cool thing to hear, but then he got on Twitter, and he, he wasn't even saying anything bad, but, I mean, not even just sort of, but news just started to drop about the things that is going on, you know, the first thing was that, you know, Henry Cavill was no longer needed as Superman, and mm -hmm. I know, and I know everyone's looking at this as if Henry Cavill got fired from the Superman role, and I guess hindsight 2020, he was... I mean, oh. at, I guess at this point, he's, I mean, I guess, I mean, James Gunn has said that, like, they are, they hope to use him at a different capacity in the future. Oh. Honestly speaking, I don't really see, I mean, like, right, at least right now, I don't really see who else he could be in a DC universe or DC studios going forward when he really wasn't really given a chance to be a full-fledged Superman, you know? Right. Yeah. And I know that's the biggest thing that's like, you know, sticking in everybody's craw right now is the fact that, you know, he had Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, 
Justice League and then his little cameo at the end of Black Adam. You know, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I was I was more than happy to see him at that post credit at that mid credit scene. I was happy to see him. I was like, finally, we're we're it looks like we're semi getting back on track. But you know, only for like what a month later for it to be like, yeah, he he says he's done. So then it's like, damn. And understandable a lot of the fans are still salty about it and and i get it and i absolutely get why you know i mean not not even just that but like you know henry henry cavill dwayne johnson and i guess gal gadot to a degree are in my in my opinion i believe they're like just benched for right now i mean we know that wonder woman 3 is essentially like can't wonder woman 3 is canceled we, we, we know that. We, we know that for a fact. So, um, the future of Black Adam is on, on ice. We don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, honestly speaking, I don't imagine seeing Black Adam again for a good while. You know, so. And then, um, of course, you know, we, we pretty much already know that Man of Steel 2 is not going to be a thing. You know, James Gunn has basically said that he's planning on going in a different direction with Superman, like a, a younger Superman who was, I guess, early in his career. And I know he's gone on to record to say that this is not a another origin story. Thank God, because we don't need one. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, at, at least keep Henry Cavill on ice to play like an older Superman later on down the line or something, because he can definitely fit that role. So, but, um, I mean, it's just interesting, just, just the constant barrage of news that's coming out. I mean, we, like I said, we've already talked about the movies that are still slated to come out. I mean, Shazam 2 is coming out in March. The Flash is coming out on, in June. Blue Beetle's coming out in August. Aquaman's coming out on Christmas of this year. And even the Joker sequel, Joker Folly Ado, is coming out next year on October fourth so we got a good while for that i mean as far as we know right now um we know the batman sequel is still in development so they're still working on that we don't know much about the robert pattinson batman sequel um they yeah, i think I, I think i just heard that they're going to take their time yeah with it so you know i think what the movie came out like it's been a year since it came out so yeah I think, um, you know, we might be looking at maybe another like two or three years before it comes yeah. out. Cause I think they're, you know, I think they're, they're more interested in making a good Batman movie than, mm -hmm. um, you know, like let's rush out to, exactly um, to make another one, another one. Yeah. And then, um, I know the Green Lantern Corps has been in development for a good amount of time, actually. I think since the like almost 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 after the start of the DCEU, they were talking about a Green Lantern Corps series that was gonna cover like majority of the Green Lanterns. We know you know how Jordan Guy Gardner, um, John Stewart, um, Kyle Rayner, all those guys. Um, if HBO Max is still a thing, and later on this year, we don't know. I guess that's gonna come through. Um, I guess a Superman movie. I mean, a Supergirl movie is in development as well um i mean we'll see if that's gonna come to fruition as well as a cyborg movie also you know considering what happened with ray fisher during the um early days of the dceu 
who knows what's going to happen. Um, James James Gunn has mentioned that Ben Affleck could return only to direct a movie, so it doesn't look like his bat the Batfleck is not returning anytime soon. Um, one one thing I did notice that I think a lot of people were happy to see is that he did mention that he does plan on taking inspiration from the DC animated universe, which is as you mentioned before, been like one of their top tier things. If, if anything, Warner Brothers has not missed on. It's their DC animated stuff, like Superman, the animated series, Batman, the animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Young Justice, and almost almost all of the DC animated movies that have come out since we were kids, you know, tend to not really miss like that. You have, like, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of duds, like, you know, The Killing Joke, or even that god-awful Injustice movie, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, other than that, you know, the, um, the animated features tend to be, like, top tier. So, to hear that he plans on taking um, inspiration from them is actually a, a really good sign because they, 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 they've done well. They've done well with them. And it's interesting considering that the Hourverse is essentially coming to an end once the final season of The Flash, you know, airs. You know, that is... Mm-hmm. That is essentially the last remnants of the Arrowverse. Um, Stargirl finished up, you know, last year. Um, I've never really considered Stargirl to be part of the Arrowverse because she originally premiered on the DC Universe streaming service that they kind of had. And then that kind of just, like, went away after a while. And then um, even um, even Superman and Lois, I, I know it premiered on the CW, but I've always said this series would do better to just go on HBO Max, honestly. You know? Mm-hmm. So. It's, um... You know, I'm, I, I've just been trying to keep my ear close to the ground <laughs> on all of this. I know the, the latest thing that I know is peop- that has people up in all the arms is the possibility of Warner Brothers keeping Ezra Miller on as a Flash going forward. Yeah, which is a really weird thing to hear. So, you know, I don't know how much of that is true, if any of that is even true. It just sounds, like, really fucking odd. Like, you know, you're basically firing, like, everyone else. But the most problematic person um, that that you, you have had in these movies. Like, it would just seem like a very easy way to just, you know, rid your hands of, of this guy and this situation. And um, and instead, it's like, nah, we're gonna fire like everyone else who hasn't done shit to anyone, and we're going. We might be keeping Ezra. So I don't know how true, like, um, you know, any of that is. Uh, but like, I really hope that's not not the case. Like, I understand Ezra Miller like has lots of problems and issues, um, you know, but he doesn't need to be bringing that shit to you know like a a prominent and also inspiring role as the flash right you know when 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 this when that piece of news dropped i just said to myself what is warner brothers even doing now like what what's going on because okay he's getting help you know he's getting counseling now that's 
great. That is all well and good. But that doesn't change the fact that this guy was a legit DC villain for the earlier part of 2022. Okay? You know, of all the things that he's been doing, you know, and to hear that you essentially are, like, again, as you said, and I'm, and I'm right there with you, we don't know for sure if this is true story or not, you know, but it's, it's just the idea that would you that you would even consider keeping Ezra in the role as the Flash going forward, like, if this is supposed to be a... I guess I guess they're considering this a soft reboot. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I've said before, you know, in previous videos, like if this if you plan if you if Warner Brothers ever planned to do a soft re- reboot of the DC Cinematic Universe, the Flash movie would be the way to do it, obviously, because mm-hmm. considering that this movie is supposed to be like a loose adaptation of the Flashpoint storyline then yes, you can definitely reboot from this movie you know, and not just the movie franchise itself you can reboot the Flash you know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't take nothing to cast a new Flash and reveal that new Flash in a, in a mid-credit scene or post-credit scene of the Flash movie like I, I to me that just makes the most logical sense to do and if you have an idea if anyone has an idea who could play the flash like i could tell you right now i wouldn't mind seeing dylan o'brien in the role of a new flash either as a mm. new as a new barry allen or even wally west you know we could we we can go that route but i mean and i know james gunn has said that he i guess he's saying that he isn't privy to what Ezra Miller has done, um, and I, I know, to me, I'm like, um, come on, everyone's privy to what Ezra Miller has done. Mm-hmm. It's been all over the news. He's a he's a prominent actor in a prominent role in a pretty big franchise. Everyone keeps tabs on people like that. Okay, so to say you not, I don't know, I don't know if he's saving face or if he's just. Pleading the fifth, I'm not sure, but I don't know. It it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do. And like you said, like if we're literally pushing all these other actors to the wayside, you know, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, um, The Rock, which we'll talk touch on in a minute, um, e- even all these other guys, it's like, you know, like if you're gonna reboot reboot completely you know if you start with a full clean slate if you're going to find new actors for these roles find new actors for all the roles okay because if that's the if you just plan on supposedly if you supposedly plan on keeping Ezra Miller then you might have to rethink some of your ideas because if, if your plan is to keep the franchise semi-connected to the old one using the flash then okay, but I don't really see that being a lucrative move, especially considering that James Gunn has said that he does plan on focusing on the big three. You know, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And Aquaman as well. So, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot going on. 
it's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and and also, so one of the the things that's been going on is, um, you know, all of a sudden this sudden abundance of uh, hate towards, um, you know, James Gunn, and you know, all of a sudden, um, you know, people like doubling down on like the the Snyderverse and shit and you know don't get me wrong like um you know I've been wanting the the Snyderverse to you know like you know continue um been wanting um you know the the Snyder cut version of Justice League um which was just fucking great um yeah and and all that but you know it's unfortunately WB has fucked around like way too much um, with mm-hmm. the DCEU with what Zack Snyder has started, what he was trying to um, build towards um, and you know, I know people are disappointed to not see Henry Cavill as Superman anymore um, but, you know, it's not like that's entirely James Gunn's fault like, you know Right, exactly. I mean, I mean, it's been like damn near ten years since yeah. the last Man of Steel movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and WB, you know, didn't even bother to try making a sequel. Instead, you know, we we jumped into Batman versus Superman. Um, right. You know, and then you know his, um, you know, short appearance in in Justice League. And then a cameo, and like that was literally mm-hmm. it, you know. Like that was mm-hmm. that was his career in time as as Superman. Um, yeah. So you know, Warner Brothers was never, um, you know, they were never committed to to Superman in that way for whatever yeah. like weird ass reason, you know. Like Wonder Woman, they they were yeah. like even fucking Aquaman, they were, but somehow not Superman or even Batman. Like, you know, the the two most With, important characters that DC has, but I, in all of superhero comics, like in general, like those are like, you know, like if there's um, uh, like a Mount Rushmore of like highly prominent bankable superhero characters, um, it would be. Um, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. Exactly. Like, uh, if, if we're yeah. gonna be if we're gonna be honest here, folks, it, that's really who it is. I mean, again, nothing against the MCU either, but really, it's it's the, the characters that appear in the MCU got popular because of the MCU. Let's be real, because mm-hmm. for years we've really just been rocking with the X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman, and Superman. That's all we've been rocking. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, we had the Iron Man cartoon, which will only last like what two seasons. Yeah. Um We had a few. We had a few Avengers cartoons and stuff, you know. But the MCU has really been. I mean, and not not, not to discredit them or anything, they've been very instrumental in putting. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna. I can't call them the lesser tier characters because they're all prominent in the comic books. But let's be real. No one was really checking for Iron Man. Or Captain America, or Thor, or Black Widow, or Hawkeye, or any one of those guys, you know. As far as like visual media is concerned, you know, if they showed up in one, if they showed up on an episode of Spider-Man, cool, 
You know, if they showed up in an episode of X-Men, that's dope also. But let's be real. You know, Spider-Man, Wolverine, really Wolverine, Batman, and Superman. Those are the those are the four prominent comic book characters that everyone automatically gravitates to. So, and yeah, I mean, I mean those those are those are like the four like you know most well known. Exactly. Um, you know, like characters. You know, I mean. You know, Batman and Superman were around, you know, since the very beginning of superhero um, comics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like among the first, um, you know, Spider-Man within the comics, like just broke out to be like Mm -hmm. the most popular um, character Marvel has had in, you know, and probably all of comic books um, as Mm. um, as well and has maintained that position for like decades and like even like since like the get-go like dude is already getting like animated series and yeah and things like that um and then and then you have you know wolverine um you know x-men with an asterisk as well but you know to to be fair and and honest as far as like wolverine and x-men goes you know they um you know they didn't start getting like really big until you know about like maybe like late 70s 80s um something like mm-hmm. that and but the thing is like once they they became big like they were they were huge like they were practically marvel like x-men and everything that was going on with x-men was basically like their own universe within an already like expanded universe and yep. they they helped carry marvel for a very very long time and their yeah. and their level pretty much rivaled the level of spider-man mm-hmm. you know so if there yeah. were like like two char- like two characters or two comic book lines that that carried uh, marvel like over the decades it was spider-man and x-men um you know like mm-hmm definitely you know as as good as you know avengers comics you know were um back then and they did have some some good storylines and everything but like you know let's be honest like it it pales in comparison to anything that spider-man and definitely x-men um were um were doing and you know that that's why um you know when we started getting marvel movies uh you know aside from you know blade and and blade worked out because that was more of like a passion project especially for like you know wesley snipes like you know we had this character blade he really wanted to be blade he wanted to like portray him um you know like extremely well and you know and you know when making the movie like wanted to you know just do something really cool with the character and um you know so that's why you know like blade is is a weird anomaly because like he just you know they took it seriously and he him and his movie like worked out yep um, very well um but you know so it's like you know because we've had you know other superheroes here and there that you know especially around that time that have had you know um you know movies but you know like not really too many or maybe they were like made for tv movies and you know it's like here comes blade um, you know, in the late '90s, and just makes like you know, a, you know, like a, a fan favorite movie, basically. And then you know, um, yeah. 
and then shortly after that then that's when we started having um stuff like you know the x-men movies and the spider-man movies you know not you know directly because of blade or anything it just you know happened to um work out that way but you know it's like but but of course you know if if we're gonna have the first um you know a series of, of marvel movies um you know it, it's gonna be x-men and spider-man somewhere in there um because they're the biggest ones like it yeah. just makes hell of a lot of sense um Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and then you know, Wolverine is basically like the face of uh, of the X Men. Um, you know, it's like X Men has tons of like great yeah. characters, a lot of fan favorite characters, um, but you know, Wolverine is is you know is usually like when you know people think of X Men, like they think of you know like Wolverine, and. Um, yeah. You know, his, his, uh, you know, in the movies, his, you know, he, he's pretty much the star of, of all the X-Men movies. Like the story usually centers around him, um, in some way. Um, and you know, he's had like, you know, his own solo movies and he's had bit parts in like, you know, other X-Men movies and, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, and and that's why like you know it's such a big deal for Wolverine to show up like sometime in the MCU. Like he's you know yeah. uh, of all the yeah. so because I, I remember there was like some time ago maybe this was like about a year ago or so where there was some discourse online over you know the Avengers like you know officially being like more popular than the x-men right and you know it and it's like i call bullshit on that it's like yeah avengers are um household names now but x-men have been household names for like fucking decades and they didn't even need movies to do it um so you know so when people yeah, so when people say that, you know, like Avengers is more popular than like X-Men, I'm like, dude, where where do you think like all the, you know, all the fans from the comics, um, you know, starting from the 80s went or, you know, people who started being fans of X-Men because of the 90s um, animated series or because of like, you know, the dozen or so, you know, like X-Men related movies that, that have come out that, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, even Deadpool that, you know, has made like some serious money. It's like, what, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame comes out and all of a sudden like those people um, disappeared like they were snapped by Thanos. It's like, no, like we're still here. You know, it exactly. just, it, it took, it took, <laughs> it, it, it took, it, it took, a, it just took Avengers basically like, what, they've been around like 80, no, it's like sixty something years. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I think I think about like sixty years. So, yeah, it, it took them this long to become household names because you know, let's be honest. Before, you know, that point, we didn't have much in the way of Avengers cartoons. Um, no, you know, at all. We've had multiple X Men, um, but we had like 
barely shit mm-hmm. on on Avengers. I think we had like one shitty short-lived series, and it was mostly shitty because like you know we they didn't have the core Avengers um, part of the the team. Yeah. Um, you know, we barely have to this day we barely have any Avengers games. Um, you know, there's only been a few, but there's been like a gazillion um you know x-men games um Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah so like that just shows like you know how prominent like x-men have have been and have maintained that for like a long time and i think once we have um you know once we have x-men movies start coming out within the mcu like they're like they're gonna be huge like I think they're going to be bigger than than yeah. the Avengers movies. Yeah, I mean, and not to take anything away from the MCU because the Avengers movies have been very top notch. Like I, yeah. I still say, I think my favorite Avengers movie is Infinity War. I, I still mm-hmm. think that's my favorite one. Uh, I, I definitely have a love for um, Age of Ultron. You know, as as short as that was, but like you said, once the X Men finally make their appearance in the MCU all bets are off because I mean people recognize the members of the Avengers now but they've recognized the members of the X-Men way before that mm-hmm. like even even kids to a degree because you gotta figure like you said we've had how many X-Men related TV series you know mm-hmm. yeah. the 90's one we had Wolverine and the X-Men we've had um, shoot, X-Men if, Evolution X-Men Evolution X-Men Anime even the Wolverine anime, we had those. Um, and, and you know, and those characters also show up in, in other shows. Like, they've shown up in, um, you know, in multiple Spider-Man animated series. They've shown yep. up in Avengers animated series. Mm-hmm. So, to, to, pretty, to pretty much not jump on, like, your flagship characters. And, like, like we've said, Batman... And Superman are the flagship characters of the DC universe. Yeah. You know, even Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, they're the holy trinity of DC: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, the fact that it took us this long to get a Wonder Woman movie was kind of baffling. It just so happened that yeah. it was good. Thank God. Um, Wonder Woman eighty four. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> that was just yeah. It's a very weird situation, especially because, um, you know, there was in in the original Wonder Woman movie, you know, there was like some, you know, studio interference in that, Mm -hmm. which led to, you know, you know, the movie was still great, but it wasn't perfect. And there were, um, you know, some like, you know, like major um, issues with it that, you know, like could have been rectified had you not had like studio interferences and had a rush you know basically like a big boss battle mm-hmm. um, at, at the end and um, so then going into Wonder Woman 84 you hear that there's not going to be much in the way of studio interference and apparently there should have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like because yeah you, you had this movie that was like for some reason it was like two and a half hours long for like no fucking reason yeah um like there was it it didn't have to be two hours and a half long it's not like you know like spider-man no way home or wakanda forever where it's like i those are movies i needed to be longer than what i got 
Um, but Wonder Woman, like, no, that movie easily could have been at least a half hour shorter um, than, mm-hmm. than it was. And then there was just some, like, really weird plot points and elements to it. Um, not really much in the way of, like, like a main villain. Um, you know, the, you know, the, the, the main villain that, that they got, you know, he's in, in the DC comics, like, he's um you know like a despicable like human being like he's actually i think his name is like what maxwell lord yeah and in yeah. the comics he's he, he's almost like lex luther tier criminal almost right he's not yeah. lex luther quite but he's close if, if any like he's if anything like i kind of do put him around that level and yeah. he, to me he's even like worse mm-hmm. than than lex luther yeah um so and and they they did none of that with um you know with with him you know in in the movie Uh, you know seeing um cheetah was cool but it's like you're basically asking her to carry you know like all the major fights yeah you know like throughout throughout the the movie um, you know, which is like pretty like unfair to to put that um, on mm-hmm. her like that. Um, yeah, it was just it was like it was such a, a, a weird movie. It was unnecessarily long, and um, yeah. Um, so apparently, yeah, there should had been studio interference because mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't end like that. So I mean, cause I I just remember sitting there watching. It's like, um, okay, we can kind of speed this up a little bit more, cause some 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 of these scenes are r- r- rather pointless, and I I I'm just ready to like finish this movie already. So if we can just do that, that'd be great. And but you know, and, and I mean, but then just to even go forward, and like I said. I wasn't expecting to enjoy Aquaman. I'm. I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed Aquaman and Shazam. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I mean, the fact that they, I mean, considering that Aquaman has always been a character that's kind of been like the butt of superhero jokes for years. I mean, the comic books, you know, did what they could to make him a little bit more appealing. Justice League actually did a fair amount of making him seem more more badass um the animated stuff of course but i mean i will say it was probably a good idea on them casting jason momoa as aquaman for the movies you know like it's a good way for us to kind of connect with him a little bit more but you know seeing his comic book costume in live action i i was pleasantly surprised at how much of how well it looked i was like wow this really looks good Mm -hmm. You know, and then Shazam, you know, a character that I didn't read many of the comics, but, but, you know, seeing him in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, you know, seeing Shazam, you know, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by it also. So, but again, like we've been saying, you know, and I know a lot of people are always like, Batman always gets the movie. Batman always gets, all right, all right look, it is what it is. It's Batman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that hate Batman, but there's a lot of people that love Batman. There's a reason why they go to Batman all the time. 
you know, he's just a character that kind of sells, you know. I mean, unfortunately, you know, Superman, Superman should be on that level as well, you know, like, like I've, and I've said before, you know, Superman and Lois is a show. This is a show I was kind of worried about, you know, because you know you got to figure this came out. Superman and Lois came out right when you know the Arrowverse is slowly dwindling down. You know, Supergirl, you know, wrapped up. Um, Bat Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow was already done by that point. Um, Black Lightning finished up as well, so. When they announced that they were coming out with a Superman series, the f- well, the first thing I thought was like, well, somebody has to. They're not doing anything with Henry Cavill in the movies right now, so we need a Superman at some point. But I, I-, I give it to Tyler Hecklin for really embracing Superman the way he does in this series because it's, I mean, it doesn't take place in the same universe as the Arrowverse, so, which I think is kind of confusing, but whatever, CW stuff. Um, but... You know, he, he does a great job as a TV version of, of Superman. And I and I know a lot of us feel like Henry Cavill, if he had give, was given a chance, he could have done the same thing. Because, like, he's gone on record so many times saying he loves being Superman. Who, who doesn't want to be Superman? Like, come on. Who, who doesn't want to be Superman? You know, I mean... Brandon Routh got his redemption with the um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, so that was cool for him. Cool, that was cool of them to do that for him. But, you know, if we're, if we're gonna, I, I don't know, like, when, when, when I heard the news that Henry Cavill, when, when Henry Cavill dropped that he was not gonna be Superman anymore, I just said, why, 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 why do you not want us to have nice things? Like, what, Warner Brothers like what's going on and and it's like you said you know everyone's blaming James Gunn it's like no James Gunn I guess technically doesn't have the authority to fire him you know that's Warner Brothers Warner Brothers is doing that and I have to keep iterating it's Warner Brothers doing all this stuff guys it's not DC you know DC is just a subdivision of Warner Brothers Warner Brothers holds the whole shebang bang so I'm just I, I, I'm at the, I'm at a point right now where I'm eager to hear what's coming next, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we we waited this long to hear stuff like, you know, at, at least, at least with the MCU, we're able to get like two or three movies a year, you know, that's 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 kind of their formula right now. Aside from all the um, you know, the Disney Plus stuff, you know, with their series and all that. You know, we can at least get two or three Marvel movies a year. Mm. Between Man of Steel all the way up until now, what have we really had? You know, Man of Steel came out in 2013. Batman v Superman came out 2016. And then, what, Justice League came out right after that. The next year, Justice League was out. Um, Wonder Woman, I think, came out before Justice League, if I'm not mistaken. And then, I believe it did. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had Aquaman, and then we had Shazam. So you got to figure between 2013 up until, you know, what until Shazam. 
and then of course, I mean, I mean, if we just if we just run off the slate right now, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, Suicide Squad, you know, Wonder Woman 1984, The Suicide Squad, um, plus you know the Peacemaker series, and Black Adam. Those are ten movies. Or ten DC, you know, EU related properties that came out from twenty thirteen all the way up until to early part of twenty twenty two. And the thing is, majority of those things came out in the previous years. So like we literally had like a couple of years where we didn't get DC anything. You know, and like as far as the DC EU is concerned, meanwhile the MCU's like I said, is dropping like two or three movies a year just to keep you know the phases going you know you got to figure 2022 we had you know shang chi eternals mm-hmm. wait, eternals um doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and then of course we're kind of forever ended so we had four movies last year we literally have four movies last year not to mention you know the special presentations werewolf by night um, mm. you know the Guardians of the Galaxies um special, then all the TV shows, Wanda, WandaVision, Loki, you know Captain America, No One a Soldier, um What If, She Hulk, you know all the others, you know they just they just kept returning up and I I talked about this, you know I've been I've been kind of following the discourse on entertainment you know that's been going on that was going on last year you know and not to turn this into like an mcu you know discussion or anything like that but like i know majority of the discourse came around the fact that many people felt like the the, the dc like the mcu was just like going down in quality and that like they're like the reason why the entertainment industry is the way it is i'm like listen let me tell you guys something the entertainment industry has always been this way Yes. The, yeah. the, the it is it has always been this way. The only difference is that ten years ago, not 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 even ten years ago, twenty years ago, we just didn't have access to all the bats behind the scenes stuff. We didn't. You know, between the emergence of social media and YouTube and you know TikTok and you know things like that. You know, we have to we have to wait for like a DVD to drop so we can get behind the scenes stuff, or like mm-hmm. a or a specific news article. But you know, we're given too much access behind the scenes that so that a lot of people feel entitled to movies or TV shows going a certain way. And it's like, nope, unless you're getting paid to work on that, you just got to sit back and watch. That that's that that's as far as that goes. You got to sit back and watch. So, but. At the same time, you know, the DC Cinematic Universe, it's, I mean, folks, we're just going to be honest, it's, it's kind of been a shambles. I don't, I don't really think that's a secret. It's kind of been a shambles. You know, we've had a couple of movies here and there that have been, you know, great, you know. But other than that, it's, it's, and, and I've said before to like, after this, I've even said even before, you know, James Gunn and Peter Safran signed on to be the co-leads of on the new DC Studios. 
I just said that at this point, you're either going to have to do, do a hard reboot or find a way, find a way to salvage and kind of reconstruct the DCEU after the Flash. Like, I still feel like we could keep Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, all the people that are involved were involved with the earlier movies of the DCEU. There's definitely a way we could have kept them. You know, mm-hmm. the flat the Flash movie would have been that direct link to do so. No, you could have easily, like I said, easily like like of course this was before Ezra Miller started doing all his sh- all his shit. <laughs> but like yeah, you know, but even then, like you know, he could. Well, like when I found out that they were gonna take. Know that they were kind of like pretty much loosely based the Flashpoint story into the Flash movie. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I mean, so I'm like, all right, fine. This is this is probably going to be their way of kind of soft resetting everything, kind of get things back on track. No, so <laughs> that, that 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 turned out to be false. You know, I mean, but then again, I don't know. I I could be wrong. You know. We, we have no direct confirmation on whether or not Ezra Miller is still going to be staying on as the Flash going forward. To me, it would be dumb if they did because, mm. you know, you know, I mean, it, it, it just is. I'm, I'm sorry. And like, and I know there's a lot of people that agree that, you know, Ezra Miller has to has to go after this movie. You know, I I honestly thought they weren't going to say anything until after the movie dropped. You know, I figured, you know, they would just hold off on mentioning anything about him until the movie premiered. And then once the movie was out, they would just go, okay, yeah, so the movie's out. It's doing whatever it's doing. But Ezra Miller's gone. Yeah, we've decided to let him go. And we're going to be actively searching for a new Flash or something like that. So, but... I don't know. It seems like it seems like we get teased for info, but then nothing really <laughs> comes out because yeah. it's the eighth. It's the eighth of January. You know, I think we were all expecting to hear something from James Gunn by like Friday. I mean, from I mean, from what I understand, he at least has, I guess, three years of the DC studios mapped out. And I know, I know the, the biggest thing they've been saying, like, it's supposed to be like a 10 year plan, you know, which is all good and well, but I believe he has the first three years mapped out. So like, that's, that's what we know. We know that he has the first three years mapped out. We know that he plans on starting with Superman. He's, he's actually writing a Superman script right now. We know that, but beyond that, we don't really know anything else. You know, I've been on YouTube quite frequently, and I've been seeing a lot of people, in fact, not even just YouTube, but Reddit, and I've seen a lot of people's fan casting for the new DC Studios heroes. You know, I know one of the names that's been flying around a lot, um, what's that kid's name, to be the new Superman? I want to say it's like, David Corrin sweat or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it's yeah, that's his. Let's see, David Corrin sweat. He's 29 years old, you know, because I know they said they wanted to go with a younger actor to play Superman, 
they say he has the closest look to, I guess, both Henry Cavill and Christopher Reeve. And can I can I also go on record to just say this? Like, I know Christopher Reeve is has set like the standard for a live action what a live action Superman is supposed to be like, but I think we can kind of let that go a little bit. And I'm not saying this as a disrespect to Christopher Reeve, but like, you know, Superman has been drawn many different ways, guys. You know, I know comic books later on have kind of adopted his likeness to Superman, but Superman has had many different looks, you know, throughout the ages. You know, I mean, I know with um, Superman Returns, they trying to they kind of they tried to do like a follow-up to the original Christopher E. Superman movies, which was, to me, kind of stupid, because you could have totally told a brand-new Superman story, um, and that's nothing against, um, um, oh my god, um, I can't believe I'm getting his name. Um, Brandon Routh, that's nothing against him, but, you know, that story was just bad. It, It was just very bad. So, um, I don't know. It's um, if they if they're essentially kind of casting new actors for a lot of these roles, which sounds like that might be the next thing we hear that they're going to start recasting for a lot of characters. Save for like things like Joker and the Robert Pattinson Batman movie, because we've already they've already they already established that those movies are in their own separate universe. Essentially, those are like the Elseworld DC movies, Joker mm-hmm. and the Batman. Those are the Elseworld movies. So, um, but everything else falls under the category of the main, I guess, DC Studios movie timeline. So, and 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 that's the other thing too. If that's if that's the case, if Shazam two, Aquaman two, Blue Beetle, um, am I missing anything? I think those are the only movies that I remember coming out. Um, nope, Flash and all that stuff. If those are the mainstream movies, then... Yeah, you're kind of going to have to... I mean, it, it just makes sense to use the Flash as a way of restarting everything softly, I guess. So... But, I, I don't know. Uh, right, no, exactly. Like yeah. you, you, would, you would think... Yeah. So it's like I'm 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 at a point and I know there's a lot of people that have been saying this. I I kind of feel the same way, but not you know, there's a lot of people that are saying that they're like essentially done with I guess D C movies or, or or what they really want to say, they're done with Warner Brothers screwing over D C and a lot of them have even said they're even done with the MCU because they feel the MCU is going in a different direction, the quote-unquote woke direction, which is the stupidest mm-hmm. fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I I can't stand when people say stuff like that, but, like, you know, if you say, if you say you're done, then, I mean, I guess I can understand, but I can't fully be done, I mean, because, I mean, there's so much more coming out from the MCU, and I just... I mean, I mean, basically, I'm at a point now where it's like, I'll check out what the next thing is. I'll check out what the next MCU MCU thing is. I'll check out what the next DC thing is. But 
you know, I'm a little bit more discerning as to whether or not it's, it's a movie night out thing or if you just wait for it to come on streaming or something like that. Mm. You know, because... Yeah. Because, like, you know, Wakanda Forever, we saw in the movie theaters. We we, oh, we, yeah. made sure, we definitely made sure we were going to do that. You know, Multiverse of Madness, you know, we mm-hmm. were super we were super hyped for Multiverse of Madness. I'm not saying it's a necessarily bad movie, but it's just one of those movies that I never need to watch again. No. I mean... I mean, I, only because I was expecting a lot more multiversing, really, at least a little bit more time in different universes and stuff. But, you know, yeah, too- I, I feel I feel like part of the the problem for um, multiverse of of madness was, um, you know, like people's like expectations, especially yeah. like when um, you know prior way prior to like the movie coming out, like. There was so fucking many like rumors and speculations like mm-hmm. of, about about the movie and you know so I think for the most part like when people saw the movie and they didn't get like all the things that they didn't hear that when they didn't get all the things that they heard about um, mm-hmm. that you know things that weren't even confirmed things were that were just rumor speculation maybe things that were blurted out out loud by someone right. and you know and you know not really acknowledged or or anything um you know it it created uh, a lot of like disappointment i think um i don't know i i really liked uh multiverse of of madness i felt like it was a bit of a different movie um you know than than what we've got before like it was probably like you know maybe like the the darkest movie um you know of, of the mcu and um, I don't know. Like, I, was, I, I really liked it and enjoyed it. I will say, though, them getting Sam Raimi to direct it definitely helped it a lot, though, because I, I just enjoy Sam Raimi-isms anyway, because <laughs> it's Sam Raimi, so I, I, did, I did enjoy that. Um, I, know, I know a lot of people feel like Phase 4 has been like a complete letdown, and I'm like, you know what? You guys are asking for too much, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. Because you know, between Spider-Man No Way Home, Shang Chi, which I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the stuff on Disney Plus, which was great. Um, you know, Wakanda Forever. You know, I mean, if I had to pick a movie that I say didn't really, I mean, do it for me, it may have been Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. That might have been it, but like you know, everything else. I, I dug even Eternals, you know. I I, I kind of oh, dug Eternal, yeah. you yeah. know. So, but you know, if you're yeah. if you're, yeah. If, if you know the people that are saying that they're like done, they feel like the MCU has kind of like fizzled out. It's like, mm, man, you're you're probably just asking for way too much. That's probably what that is. You're you're looking for something that you're not getting. You know, you you don't like the fact that you know the characters are changing we're getting women we're getting women characters now we're getting characters that are color you know you don't like the fact that sam wilson's becoming captain america go read a comic book because it happens there <laughs> like, yeah. like literally go read a comic book okay um you don't really dig miss marvel i mean don't get me wrong i think there's some parts of miss marvel that were kind of slow but for the most part i think i relatively enjoyed miss marvel a lot mm. I, th- I thought she hulk was funny 
Yeah. Yeah, She-Hulk was hilarious to me. Um, what if? That's self-explanatory. What if? What, what if is fantastic. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. WandaVision was great. Um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I didn't expect to really get into that that much, but I really got into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean. The MCU is the MCU, guys. They they have a formula and they're gonna stick with it, all right. Um, but just looking looking at looking at Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers has a lot of they got they got a lot of holes to patch. <laughs> they have a lot of holes to patch, really, because they, they they've made some deals over the past couple of years that haven't been probably too lucrative for them. I mean, let's think about it. Um, Christopher Nolan doesn't want to make a movie with them anymore. Mm. Um, the sequel to Dune is being it was is being filmed with um I think um Legendary Pictures now, you know Warner Brothers produced um the first Dune but now Legendary Pictures is producing a second one, um. A lot of the things that dropped on HBO Max during the pandemic, you know Godzilla versus Kong, um Dune, Mortal Kombat, um Matrix Resurrections. You know, all the movies that, you know, you were able to sit at home and watch the same day as movie theaters. That's what I did. You know, I watched these things right at home on my TV. You know, out of all of those movies, I think the one that kind of disappointed me the most was the new Mortal Kombat movie. But, you know, we'll see what happens with the sequel. Um, And and, and that's the other thing. I'm at the end of the day, amongst all this bullshit going on with Warner Brothers I'm still willing to give them a chance to try to prove me wrong. I I, I just really want them to get their shit together. That's all. I, mm-hmm. That's all I want. You know, David Zaslav, who was the head of you know DC, War, I mean head of Warner Brothers Discovery, has been you know kicking ass and taking names. From what I understand, we haven't heard much from him. Everybody's attention has been turned to DC, and rightfully so. It's been the one property they have that's been gone. That's kind of gone to shit so and I think and I think that's why a lot of people are really upset is because they want to see this thing work they've been wanting to see this thing work for the longest time you know people underestimate how many fans of Superman Batman wonder, like I, I keep telling people you, you'll find more DC fans than you'll find Marvel fans most Marvel fans at least today I would say, like, maybe a little bit more than half of the Marvel fans you see today are fans because of the MCU. You know, they may have a couple of comic books here and there. Like, if anything, they'll probably, they're probably more familiar with, like you said, they're a little bit more familiar with Spider-Man and the X-Men than they are with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. for most people, that's the, like, it, it, that's how it was for me. That was my extent of Marvel. It was really Spider-Man and the X-Men. Maybe the Fantastic Four because I used to watch that cartoon. But other than that, Spider-Man and the X-Men, that was it for me as far as Marvel's concerned. But DC, you know, and just the same thing in DC, Batman and Superman. You know, it wasn't until like a lot of the other stuff started to come out, a lot of their animated stuff started to come out, which I started getting off all those other characters that are part of the Justice League. But yeah. So, I don't know. It's um, like I said, it's still early in the year, and there's still a lot 
uh, there's still there's still a lot of info that is yet to be dropped that gave James Gunn isn't sharing because I imagine I mean I imagine James Gunn and Peter Safran are just working a lot of maybe damage control. I mean I can't really say for sure if that's the case, but that's what I imagine is the wave right now. He's probably I mean I imagine James Gunn and Peter Safran have looked at like you know. I guess the lack of a slate for DC movies, and they were just like, oh my god, what are we going to do? Because... Yeah. I mean, I mean think about it. Like, Marvel's, Marvel has dug into, like, a lot of this secondary, secondary characters right now. They started digging into them. You know, DC barely got their main squad off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, and it's just it's a shame because um, you know Warner Brothers had you know DC Comics for decades. So exactly for so for decades, they they could have done you know a Justice League movie at like any time, and uh, not just you know Justice League, but like utilizing any of their other characters, like they could have done, but they. You know, they they didn't have any faith in in um, any of their other characters. Um, when they made movies, it was just Batman and Superman, and even with Batman and Superman, not all their movies were were mm-hmm. perfect. Um, right. Even Christopher Reeve's movies, mm-hmm. you know, like um, only his first two were like the most excellent, yep. and then the last two was like complete shit. And then same exactly. thing with. Um, you know the the 90s era batman movies um and then you know like unfortunately superman returns was like a huge miss mm-hmm. um so um yeah so it's like even so warner brothers really didn't have faith in in, in their characters from on rare occasions they would try like yeah. a green lantern and of course mm-hmm. you know that was a huge miss as well um and then that was basically it you know it was just you know if they're going to try to make movies on any of these characters like it was just going to be batman and superman like that's it yeah and then you know once we get to like man of steel then you know which would have been could have been a great start to a more you know well thought out and well planned and orchestrated universe um but you know warner brothers saw you know like what marvel was doing with avengers and they were like we want that and like we can Mm -hmm. do that we can do that now and it's like you could have done that like 10 years ago 20 years ago but you didn't so now you don't get to you know like play catch up and uh, unfortunately because of them doing that um we've had very rushed movies um, and and stories that ultimately like don't really like hit the mark, and then we've had huge amounts of um, you know studio interference that you know started causing um, some of those issues. Um, and yeah, it's like we're just kind of left with a very broken universe, um, unfortunately. Yep. Um, you know, there there were some high moments in that universe. You know, like the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, 
you know, and then you had like Shazam and Aquaman, which were two like really great movies that also really felt like MCU movies. So that's probably mm-hmm. why like they worked out so well because they were like the most MCU of of all the the DC movies. But you know, at, at the same time, like here's proof that they didn't need to rush into shit because. Um, you know, like movies that that have nothing to do with the DCEU. So, you know, like, you know, because before the DCEU, you know, we had the Dark Knight trilogy. And, you know, Batman yep. Begins made an, a modest amount of money for, you know, like a first Batman movie in a really long time. But then we had the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises and both those movies hit over a billion dollars. Like, yep. like they made just as much money as a fucking Avengers movie. Exactly. And and it, then yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and and then um you know, and then just recently like, you know, within the last few years like we've had The Joker, like a movie about the fucking Joker. And not even like, you know, straight up Joker from like, you know, the comics, like a more like realistic and grounded take of The Joker. Um, and that shit made over a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, I, you know, in in a million years, I would have never guessed. Like, if you told me a, a Joker movie that would have very little to do with Batman, um, that would be like a very realistic, grounded, and violent take on on the character, um, would make like over a billion dollars. Like. I would not be thinking that that right. um, you know like a rated R Joker movie like yeah but um, it did it, it did like you know really well and then you had um, you know the Batman um, which was you know another movie that has nothing to do with the DCU and that movie did really well um, also so it just shows that you know like they can make movies that have nothing to do with a connected fucking universe and still do really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that might be something that, you know, they need to think about like going forward is that, you know, we might have like a new universe, um, but things don't have to be like as, as inter- interconnected as, you know, with Marvel as, as they try right. to do because um, it's, in in some ways it's been a point of contention with like certain directors and writers and that's why you know a lot of times you hear you know like writers or directors dropping out of like marvel projects before they start um and it's because like you know they have to work within this like connected universe yeah um and they may not have like the freedom to do um you know all that they want to do in in these movies like you know some movies have a little bit more freedom than, than others um you know but uh you know it would be nice if for the the dcu if they don't worry you know if directors and writers go into a movie and it's like yeah this is part of a big universe but you don't have to worry about it so much as long as you don't do anything like too nuts or crazy but yeah you know you could just make the movie that you want to make and um and that's that and you you hit the nail right on, you hit the nail right on the head too because you know you got to figure you know Todd Phillips did the Joker movie, um, damn I'm forgetting the guy's name who did the Batman, 
Um, um, Matt Matt Reeves. Yeah, Matt Reeves, who did the Batman, and it's like the the, the key thing is, and the key has always been, you got to find someone who's really looking forward to tackling a project like that. You know, you can say what you want about Zack Snyder, but he genuinely loved making those movies. He 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 enjoyed making Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and he, I mean he he clearly had a vision for this whole thing. You know, a lot of a lot of us have probably read or heard about his ideas for what Man of uh, Justice League two and three were going to be about. You know, mm-hmm. aside from a couple of minor details within that trilogy, I was, I was ready for it. I was absolutely ready for what his um Justice League two and three was going to be about, you know, even just even just going back to the Snyderverse and seeing that his that extended scene of the nightmare universe or the nightmare world mm-hmm. of you know of the apocalypse you know controlled Earth like I want to see that I still want to see that I know we're not going to get it anymore but I would have loved to see that. Like and, and and that's the other thing also. I think people get so wrapped up in viewing these characters in one way and it's like it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I know I mean like I mean the Joker movie, like who would have thought a movie like you said, a movie centered around, you know, the clown prince of crime, but Mm-hmm. A, a more realistic take, you know, like I would have never thought I would highly enjoy a movie like that. I I love the Joker movie, like it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorites from the earlier um DCEU. Um, and Muschietti, um, um, Matt Reeves the Batman, you know, I know a lot of people like to say that it's the best Batman movie we've had. Me personally, I wouldn't go that far, but I definitely enjoyed Robert Pattinson's take. Like I, I, I remember when he got casted as Batman. I know a lot of people were like, "No, not the dude from Twilight." I said, "You know what? I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee he's gonna kill it. I, I guarantee you, Robert Pattinson's gonna yeah. kill the Batman role." And sure enough, he did. He's a, he's an interesting. He has an interesting take on Batman. I really enjoy his version of it. Mm. Um, but. I don't know. Yeah, with yeah, because um, I feel like um, when it comes to you know like a lot of these actors and, and such, they they don't really know like people don't know their work like yeah. very well. Like unless like they've been in Hollywood blockbusters, um, you know they they don't know like their real work um, because yeah. you know in, in in Hollywood blockbusters like a lot of times like an actor doesn't isn't really tested or challenged yeah. um, as an actor or, or performer. Um, so, you know, like when you have Robert Pattinson who gets like a whole lot of hate for, you know, like being even cast as Batman and it's like, it's obvious you guys have not watched anything in the last like 10 years of shit he's done um, since uh, Twilight because mm-hmm. if they did, they they would know better. Like I remember, I had this discussion with um, 
with someone who you know like was disappointed about robert pattinson and i'm like dude he's gonna do great like he has the potential to probably be the best one yeah and you know and then i had to explain why i had to explain like you know you because the person of course never their only reference to robert pattinson is twilight and i had to be like well you know all his literally all his movies ever since twilight like you know he gets you know really you know really get into the roles he he strives to you know like just be like a different person when yep. he's when he's uh, you know playing um the these roles he tries to do like his his own thing with them and you know that's what what he did with with batman like he yep. he basically just did his own thing uh, as an actor and and as a performer um you know and then uh, you know, Brie Larson also gets like a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like which which is really weird. Um, you know, they they often in Captain Marvel, like they often complain like how like you know like uncharismatic she is, and she just has like just like boring straight face like throughout the movie and shows like no emotion. But it's like there's lots of parts in that movie where you know she, um, you know smiles or laughs or shows like excitement or something but you know they um they they only use you know like the those scenes to show like you know oh how boring of a captain marvel she was and then you know a lot of people shit on her like as an actress and again it's just one of those things where it's like so you never watched anything of brie larson like before she was um, you know, Cap- Captain Marvel. Like even um, her her part in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Like, would that alone shows that like, you know, she she's an actress. Like if you think like, you know, oh she can only act like this. Like, you know, look, you know, like I'll I'll tell people like it's clear you never watched Scott Pilgrim a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know if they did, you know, like. And and it's not even just like Brie Larson. Like in that in, in that Scott Pilgrim movie, damn near every actor or actress in that movie was like almost like a completely different person than yeah. what we what we've seen them as. Scott Pilgrim was such a surprise movie for me that it was just like wow. And like sometimes it takes things like that to really draw like a person's talent out because like just I mean everyone that was in there like you know um Michael Sarah as Scott Pilgrim um Mary Elizabeth Wonset as on Ramona Flowers like just mm-hmm. even even the seven evil exes like Chris Evans Brandon Ralph um all, all those guys had me cracking up just watching them like I mean, you got to figure before Scott Pilgrim, you know, we had seen Chris Evans in what? Fantastic Four. Right. We had yeah. seen him in um, Push, you know, and maybe maybe a couple of things. Um, was he even Captain America by that point? I don't even no, think he, he, was, he, he wasn't. He wasn't even Captain he wasn't America. Captain, yeah. No. Um, Brandon Routh, we had seen him in Superman. Um, he had probably did Dylan Dog by that point, but other than that, you know, and then of course, like you know, like playing Envy Adams, she, 
Like, it, I, I, I tell people to this day, like, if you ever watch Scott Program, there's something wrong with you. Because, <laughs> like, it, it really is one of the best movies to ever come out within the past, like, 15, 20 years. It really is. So, it, it, but, but no, it's funny that you mentioned that people, you know, often rag on these on these actors and it's like you you, you just got to give these guys a chance okay um yeah or it, give themselves a chance and watch you know like other movies that, that they've that they've mm-hmm. done and like yeah and like people forget like you think you think robert pattinson did twilight for the art like he's even got a record like dude that was a paycheck okay i don't like this crap as much as you guys don't but yeah hey that, that was that that was to get his foot in the door of you know. Hollywood, get his name um, out there, and mm. you know, dude took you know full advantage of that shit. Yeah, because a lot of his other roles have been top notch, like The Lighthouse, mm. superb stuff. But you know, it, it 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 just goes to show that oftentimes a lot of this stuff happens at the detriment, well, the detriment to the good fans because of the fans that suck because you know we we reached a point where like everyone demands too much and i mean we we've always heard the term you can't please everybody but these days it seems like to be a real big task and it's like the more people complain it's like the more some places try to please please them and like you, you you can't do it like i give marvel credit for just sticking to its own guns and just doing what they're doing because they just they just know it's going to work and for the amount of people that complain about it there's going to be a lot more people that are just going to support it you know i know the dceu and this isn't no different the dceu definitely has this extreme side of supporters and this supreme and this big side of detractors i've I can say I've just held out hope. I just held out hope that at some point they were gonna just like get their stuff together and turn the ship around. Like that's what I was hoping for, you know. But just the track record kind of spoke for itself. Like, and I'm not even talking about the track record of bad movies. I'm just talking about a track record of barely any movies. It's like this. You could have easily like they really could have had the jump on this before Marvel. Yeah, honestly speaking, like they could have had to jump on a shared universe with all other TV stuff, you know, with Titans, Swamp Thing. I felt like was a criminally underrated show. I enjoyed Swamp Thing, and I know the only reason why it didn't really get a season two was because that budget was astronomical. Like, mm. like I know, like they they spent a fuck ton of money for that series. But I felt like there's a way they could have continued the Swamp Thing series. But between that, Titans, even Doom Patrol, which is a series I didn't think I was going to get into, but I enjoyed Doom Patrol. And, you know, my, and then just a plethora of animated stuff that was out there. You know, I mean, Warner Brothers literally had this in a bag and they fumbled it. You, you... Again, they've been sitting. They've they've owned DC since the seventies, if I'm not mistaken. With the first Superman movie, they owned DC. So, right, yeah. so it's just like, 
you guys get you guys been sitting on a gold mine forever and you guys have just been like blowing it so i don't know like i'm i'm trying not to get my hopes up with this but it's just like I'm, it's just one of the things where it's just like you you guys it's 2023 right now you're either going to make this thing work or you're not so like you guys just got to i mean it seems like James Gunn is like pretty much doing like a lot of assessing and reassessing and reassessing of the property you know so the only thing we can really do is just wait to see what the next big announcement's going to be and I'm hoping it's soon because you know obviously we understand that they didn't do a DC fandom last year they didn't do one no. you know because at that point like, they were just like there there's nothing we can talk about right now everything's gone to shit so we gotta uh -huh. we got we gotta get this get this stuff together and then of course black adam dropping and you know doing the numbers it did um you know i mean like i said i i didn't hate the movie i didn't i i, I had a little bit of fun with it. it like i said it was like a throwback to 90s superhero movies but you know i think it's definitely a movie is a movie that either should have came out way sooner than it did or at least came out a little while later you know i mean if all the rumors are true about dwayne johnson not wanting to include black adam in a shazam sequel that's kind of sad to think about considering uh -huh. that considering black adam is a shazam villain you know i know i guess he has a close i mean him, him and henry cavill's agent were the same person so I know there's that, but like to try to bank on Black Adam battling Superman as your biggest draw, you know, if you're really listening to the fans, then you know that the fans don't really want that. They just want Superman back doing mm -hmm. his own thing. That's what they really want. And they want Black Adam fighting with Shazam. That's what they also want because they the fans know what the DC universe is about. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, so like I, I did get to see Black Adam uh, this week. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I saw it through HBO Max because um, like so when Black Adam came out, um, you know, it came out in the U.S., but it didn't come out at the same time. Um, in right. Mm -hmm. um, by the time it, it came out, like I think like two months later, and by the time it did come out, it was already on HBO Max. So it was like, okay, I might as well watch it on HBO Max. Right. So um so yeah so uh i did get to see black adam i did like black adam but i do also completely understand like why the movie failed hard mm -hmm. um the way um you know the the way that that it did um you know like certain major issues i feel like were one what was weird was the rock because basically he was the rock if you like if you turned him down <laughs> yeah like you know if you turn down his energy levels like it, it was it was weird to um to to see mm -hmm. and um you you had then you you had like the the you know the annoying skateboard kid yeah um and and i felt like they were trying really hard to make him um because this is what was funny was that we have that same type of character with in, in Shazam. Mm -hmm. 
um, but better. But they they handled that. Uh, they handled a lot of things a lot better in Shazam than they did in Black Adam. So in this one, it's like we had the same type of character, which was weird, um, but he was annoying. Um, mm. I did not like him at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then and then probably like the biggest problem was that so the whole time going into Black Adam, I never knew who the fuck the villain was. And to be right. completely honest, I still don't know who the fucking villain was, despite the fact that I watched the movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, like, who is he again? <laughs> um, you know, and, and yeah, it's like the, the villain was like um, really lame, extremely forgettable, um, you know, like just complete opposite to what um, Mark Strong did with, um, you know, as a villain in, in Shazam. Like... <laughs> You know, he was he was a constant threat like throughout the movie. You got to see like how bad he was. He was, mm -hmm. you know, a great like character, like to um you know, to himself. Um you know, and, and then yeah, I, I just I, I felt like so first off, like the one really good yeah. thing that I did like about about Black Adam was um, you know, the the JSA, so seeing characters like um, Hawkman and Doctor Fate, like live action, is really cool. And Doctor Fate it, is the MVP of that movie. You know, um, like what you know, like Pierce Brosnan um, did. You know, with with Doctor Fate, um, you know, was uh, was really awesome. So it was like really mm -hmm. great to see to see him in live action like that. But you know, what they really really should have done was. Um, Shazam Two should have had Black Adam as mm -hmm. as a villain, or at least, you know, a major antagonist. If not like the main villain, at least like an antagonist. And, right. Um, that's what you know. That's what it should have been. And and maybe they could have thrown in a Superman in it, mm -hmm. in there anyways. You know, like just for the fuck of it, just throw in um, a, a Superman in there. But even if they didn't. You know, Black Adam should have been, you know, like a, a major antagonist in um, uh, in, in Shazam. Um, you know, it, it would have been a good introduction for him and uh, to help lead, you know, lead into Black Adam being part of like other stuff. Um, you know, his own solo movie, things like that. Um, but I think part of the problem was The Rock because yeah. you know he he is the rock so he he needs his own movie where he's a starring um character if he did Shazam 2 he would not be he would be a starring character but he would be sharing starring space with Zachary Levi um and you know and if they had Henry Cavill like as part of of the movie so like you know, you so you so you can't have this movie like completely like on the rock's uh, shoulders or anything. Like he has to share space with with at least like one other person. Um, and then, of course, being that you know, like this is a Shazam movie, and if him and Shazam fight, eventually Shazam has to win. Shazam has to get the better of of Black Adam. It's just you know how it goes, and. Um, apparently, I think, I think The Rock is one of those people where he doesn't like 
losing in Hollywood fights. <laughs> like in in his in his movies, he doesn't you know he doesn't like losing or anything. So um, you know, so that wouldn't have worked out because it's like he has to lose it to to Shazam, and you know. So I, I don't know how this was gonna work if him and Superman fought because right. you know just like in the comic books like Black Adam kind of has to lose he kind of has to lose to Superman like we're talking about fucking Superman but exactly. I think the I think the problem with with Black Adam with, with the Rock was that they banked way too much and hard on the Rock and that because if you think about like in marketing. Like you're watching trailers for this movie, and all you mostly know is The Rock. Yep, that's, that's it. it. You you might get a glimpse of Hawkman, you might get a glimpse of Doctor Fate, but The Rock is all you know. It's like who are the supporting characters? What's the fucking story? Who is the fucking villain? None of that matters because this movie <laughs> has The Rock, and that's exactly. all you need to know. It's just two hours of The Rock. And um, and you know, and I think that's that's why I bombed. And you know, The Rock, like he is a major movie star, but you have to still make a movie exactly, around yep. this this movie star. And you know, granted, if this was any other, if this was like any other person, if this was like a lesser person, um, then you know, the movie would have made like way less. You know, like the movie made as much as it did because of The Rock, but they kind of forgot to make a movie. So mm -hmm. you can't make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on essentially like an unfinished movie. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's so they were banking way too much on The Rock. Um, the Rock was banking way too much on himself. Um, and, you know, when it came down to, you know, like, he he tried to have you know major influence with with Warner Brothers by getting like Henry Cavill, um, you know, to, to do the thing. And for The Rock, like this wasn't about um, you know Black Adam versus Superman. This is this is about The Rock versus Superman. Yeah. Um, so that's why, like, I don't know how the fuck that was gonna. Gonna work out because you know it, it's okay for Superman to beat Black Adam, but it's not okay for Superman to beat The Rock. So, um, yeah. So it, it just it seemed like it was just doomed to, to fail. And then for all the the Snyderverse fanatics that you know like started going crazy about you know James Gunn and all that, it's like. If you guys had saved Black Adam, like as much of a not that good of a movie like it was, if all you guys showed the fuck up, you know, and saw the movie like, you know, like two, three times, um, right? It would have it would have made hundreds of millions of dollars. It it would have probably saved the the DC um, extended universe and probably saved Henry Cavill's job. Mm -hmm. but yeah this was you know with Black Adam like this was I feel like the last straw for, for the DCEU that if this movie didn't succeed then that was going to be it yep 
And you know what? I could honestly believe that because is it really a paint? Is it literally a throw ball on the wall and see see what sticks type of situation? Because, mm. and that's been one of the biggest complaints that people have been having. They just feel like Dwayne John is just playing the rock as that character. You know, I know we don't get too many iterations of Black Adam, but from one of the previous ones I've seen before, that's not how he acts. And you know, it's like. I mean, we've had villain movies about villains. Again, we mentioned the Joker movie, of course. You know, Suicide Squad and these Suicide Squad, they're about the bad guys. But there's a difference between those movies, you know. The Joker is more of a realistic take on this character, Arthur Fleck. <laughs> Suicide Squad and these Suicide Squad are essentially more like comedies than anything else. You know, so you take a character like Black Adam, who is not necessarily an anti-hero like i mean flat out black adam is a villain he he he, oh. he he's a flat out villain in the comic books so to try to paint him any other way in a movie is not going to work now it could have worked oh. if you either had gotten somebody else to play him or you know you try to coach dwayne johnson into acting more like just a stoic tough guy which is how he was acting and like you said, is the rock playing himself playing this character? And then you wonder why, you know, like just certain movies just like kind of just like phase out. Like a movie mm-hmm. like Black Adam, I mean, like I said, like at any point, I just felt like even watching some parts of the movie, I could just always go to YouTube or I could throw it up on HBO Max, you know. it's necessarily not a movie that I was willing to go pay money to go see like I probably would have but you know like I said this is one of those instances where those those criticisms are justified and people just feel like The Rock is playing himself in all these movies I've said that like his earlier movies I think were much better than the ones he's been doing these days you know because like he's just trying to position himself to be this larger than life character I'm like that's one thing to be but you gotta act that way and you're just acting like yourself kind of like I'd be okay if you acted like The Rock in these movies who was a great heel back in the day but you're not even doing that you know Mm -hmm. and then to want to be your next encounter to be with Superman is like mm, pushing a little too hard there Pushing a little too hard. Yeah. I, so what I find um, really um, a rock with all that is like, all right, so first off, you know, with, with The Rock, he, you know, breaking into Hollywood, he had no choice but to, um, you know, like break out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's if he didn't, then he would have no career in the, you know, in the Hollywood um, industry. So, you know, he had to go, definitely go out of like his comfort zone a bit, but once like he found this footing, once he found, um, you know, his, um, you know, his ground in, in Hollywood, um, you know, now, yeah, he gets a lot of movie roles. He gets a lot of big movie roles, but, you know, part of the problem is that, you know, and it's not that, like, he, he's a bad um, actor or anything. I'm sure he can play different types of roles, but Hollywood, 
Hollywood studios do not want him to play different types of roles. Like they want him to be the fucking rock. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and that is something that a lot of people in Hollywood do have to face and deal with where, you know, you're, they're basically just playing, um, you know, a version of themselves that people are generally like familiar with, like, you know, like Chris Pratt, for example. Um, you know, it's like, I feel like you get, him as like some version of Star Lord in in every movie now, mm-hmm. um, you know. So you know, but he doesn't. The Rock doesn't seem to want to try to um, challenge himself um, as an actor. So, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure he could if he really wanted to. I'm sure easily, like he he could. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the interest is there. I don't think he might be that interested in like you know like testing himself uh, as an actor. Um, so the reason why I said the, the irony of this is that you have um, Batista, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so you have Batista, who, um, who is you know the entire time of wrestling, you know, as far as like popularity and mic skills and charisma and all that goes like nowhere close to the level of the rock Mm-mm. like not nowhere in like, the same universe as um, as the rock mm-hmm. um yeah he he breaks into hollywood and yeah like he's um you know he's really successful not the rock successful but then again many actors are not um Yep. But anyways, you know, but he said he breaks the Hollywood starting with um, Frederick Darcy. Um, but from there, like, he's been, you know, personally challenging himself um, as, as an actor, where, you know, if you've seen a lot of his movies, uh, a lot of his roles, like, very, very few roles of his are his you know, similar to, like, the Batista, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of roles that he's done where, you know, it's very different than what he's, he's done before. So, you know, movies like, um, you know, his, his short role in, um, in Blade Runner 2059, um, you know, he has an M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out, and that's, like, definitely not him being a Batista. Uh, at all in that movie um and yeah it's so he, he's been really um you know like challenging himself as as, as an actor mm-hmm. exactly <sighs> i don't know i don't know Ho- hopefully this is like the pseudo reckoning for him to really understand I'm like you know if you want to continue to be if you want to continue to be looked at as like a serious actor you gotta start spreading your range around like you know like you mentioned Dave Bautista he's really been doing that you know so it's um it's it's just all crazy and sad when you think about what could have what we could have had all these years I mean mm-hmm. the fact that we're hopefully going to get it now is a positive side but since 2013 we've kind of just been waiting for the dc cinematic universe to be as big as we know it could be and it just wasn't it just wasn't Mm -hmm. so now peter saffron and james gunn are gonna 
come in and I guess clean house and start fresh. So. Yeah, and, and you know, people are, are mad about that, but it's like, this is all new management. Like, no new management is going to come in and do and continue to do something that was completely fumbled uh, mm -hmm. before them. Like, that's not business. No reasonable person ever, like, put themselves in that position. Yep, exactly. <sighs> oh, man. But, yeah, I think at this point, the only thing we can do is just sit and wait and see what the next piece of news is going to be. That's, mm -hmm. I think that's all, the, all we can do at this point now, so. Yeah, so, you know, and it, it, it does make sense if, you know, the plan is to establish, you know, um, uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman first. Yeah. Um, within the next few years, and then, you know, like, leading into to other stuff. But, yeah, it's just, it's going to be another few years before we see the first project um, you know, really come from this, um, you know, but until that time, we're going to get a whole lot of, um, you know, complaining and whining, you know, like the, because, you know, the, the crazy Snyderverse fans, they don't realize that, like, they're just a very vocal minority. That yeah. Out, outside of Twitter, literally, no one gives a shit about any of this. Um, outside of Twitter, most people you know, like the, the mainstream audience does not know, uh, probably they may not necessarily even know what a James Gunn is, despite the mm -hmm. fact that they probably seen Guardians of the Galaxy. But, you know, they probably don't even know that he's, you know, running DC now. Yeah. Um, and if they never get a Justice League movie again, if they never see Henry Cavill as a Superman again. Mm-hmm. They will find the strength and will to move on. <laughs> like yeah, they're um, they're not gonna they're not gonna be too heartbroken about it. Exactly the point. Yeah, I, mean, I, and, I, I yeah. And if they are, then there's just probably a lot more things they're gonna need to work on than just a, another superhero casting or another superhero movie. So yeah. Um... You know, and, and I think a lot of that is, you know, Warner Brothers' fault because, you know, after after Justice League, um, they started creating that that disinterest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if they're if they started getting disinterested of Justice League and of um, you know, Superman, and then we get to a point where we have, you know, like uh, another reboot of, of Batman um, you're already telling people that like we moved on, so you should move on too. So the people, of course, they're gonna move on. They're not gonna get stuck in the past. You know, there's a new Batman movie coming out. They're gonna want to see the, this new Batman movie, regardless of who's playing it, what universe is it in. They just want to see a good Batman movie. That's all people at the end of the day care about. Yep. And like that, I'm I'm just. I just want all these movies to succeed. That's all I want. I want I, I want a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but I just all, I want them to be good enough to succeed as well. And we just gotta hope that's what we're gonna get. And we just gotta wait and see what's installed for DC Studios going forward. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, of course, I would have wished, you know, the, the Snyderverse had succeeded. I would have been very interested in seeing, you know, like, what else would have happened. But a- after Man of Steel, DC, I mean, not DC, um, you know, Warner Brothers put Zack Snyder in a position to fail when they yeah. rushed into Batman vs. Superman. And when they basically usurped them out of Justice League, you know, at like the worst possible fucking time to, um, you know, to, to do that shit. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, Warner Brothers fall and now we have new management and, you know, it shouldn't be expected that they're going to continue with something uh, of a mess that happened um, 10 years ago. Um, you know, if you're, I mean, if you, if you're coming into Warner Brothers and you're told that, hey, you're running DC now and you can do like whatever the fuck you want, like, you know, would you really want to try to continue like someone else's image or work? Um, especially because it's, it's very difficult to, to pick up in the middle of like what what someone else is doing and you know stuff like that happens a lot like with movies or especially like in games um you know like for example i think it was maybe resident evil 5 or so where um you know like the dude that created resident evil like he he left like in the middle of production and you know people had to like um, you know, start in the middle of that shit, and it was like very challenging, or they had to like start over or something. Because it's yeah, it's just very hard to like start working in the middle of something that's been going on that you haven't been a part of um, this this whole time. So um, it's like, why wouldn't you just take the opportunity to just try to do things in in your image the way that you would? Um, want to do it and I think that's all James Gunn is doing here yep so yeah I mean James Gunn Peter Sanford you guys got a lot of stuff in your hands right now yeah it's, uh, it's, it's a train wreck it's a train wreck mm-hmm. and you gotta try to not only fix the train but get the train back on track so I guess we can like I said all we do is just wait and see what happens next mm-hmm. so but, uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think with that being said, it's probably like a good point to, uh, you know, stop for for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I know it's getting, I know it's getting late for, uh, for you. Um, I still mm-hmm. have a whole day re- yeah. left for me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know whether you know like major things are, are coming up i know um you know probably like maybe one of the next topics we could talk about is um you know there's you know over the last several months there's been a lot going on in wrestling yeah and i know i think that's definitely something we definitely need to get into because now that vince mcmahon has made his way back to the company and Apparently, he's already begun the process of selling the company. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of talk about that, and I think one of the, I mean I know 
there's a lot of things that we need to discuss, like, you know, Triple H's, you know, how he's been doing since, you know, Vince was gone and him taking over creative and how the product has, you know, started to improve again. Yeah. And, you know, just our hopes and prayers as to hopefully it's staying that way and to see what, you know, what's going to happen for the remainder of this year. So... Yeah, I think that would be the next thing we'll cover, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely.